0: We'll Hey, welcome to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. Got an awesome guest today. Her name is Clarissa Christensen, and some people saw it Chris Jansen, but not me. I call it Christensen. So uh, she's an internationally recognized menopause coach, and she's a mentor as well. Uh, she's a neuroscientist. That's pretty impressive, right? She's a corporate leader, but she su- suffered burnout, and during her own perimenopause, it set on a different path, and that's kind of why we're here today. She's she's a host of her own podcast called Thriving Through Menopause. She's a keynote speaker. She's a best-selling author of the book The Mindful Menopause, and uh, Clarissa. Thank you so much for coming on
1: it's my pleasure thank you so much joe for inviting me and we made it across the time zones <laughs> that's
0: right yeah there's a lot of math going on behind the scenes you listeners don't get to get to get a pause, <laughs> get a look at so uh yeah so tell everybody where you are right now
1: i live in a small rural community about uh, two hours south of oslo on the swedish west coast
0: so that is slightly different than North Alabama, where I'm from. So we had to figure that out. We, we got to figure it out though. So she's here now. So let's just get into this. So uh, let's start here. So p- maybe people are seeing these symptoms right now. They don't know exactly what it is. What are the most common symptoms of menopause?
1: Well, great question, Joe. And the most common symptoms, of course, is hot flashes, Right. Yeah. because about 80% of women will have that sometime along this uh, journey. But what we also really recognize is things like mental health now, that brain fog, anxiety, mild depression are really the things that are giving women the hardest time, plus the fact that you can't sleep very well.
0: Wow. Yeah, you have any of those apart and then you put them all together. That's a, that's a tough time right there. So when, did, when does typically menopause start? Is there an average age and, and how long does it last?
1: Right. So there isn't an average age, but there's a common age.
0: Common age. okay. So yeah.
1: Most women will start to feel their symptoms somewhere in their mid 40s. Uh, they will be full blown in this change of life in their in their early 50s. And sometime around, you know, early to mid 50s, it's kind of over for most women. But there are women who can start much earlier. You know, you can be you can be a teenager.
0: Oh wow. Well, how, yeah, common us- how common is that? How common is that? I've never
1: Very small. You know, okay. very small, but some people are born, it's genetic, and mm-hmm. they never they never have a menstrual period. They never wow. have that. So they so they basically just go from being a child to being in menopause. Wow. There are and obviously if you have cancer, you have for any reason a full hysterectomy, you'll obviously can also be tipped into into menopause. If you have a full hysterectomy, that's guaranteed. And if you are, if you have cancer, you can have chemically induced menopause. And so those people can be any age really when that happens.
0: Okay. So what are the what are the three stages that you see in menopause?
1: Well, the first, the first is perimenopause, which is really when your symptoms are happening, right? So that's when we are saying, gosh, I'm having a heart flash, I'm putting on weight, I feel really anxious, I don't know why. That's when your hormones are fluctuating and, and changing and you're, they're actually going down because that's what's happening, you're getting less of the hormones um, and your periods are going away and your perimenopause. Then there's menopause, and we use that term as, you know, one word, but it's really the day 12 months after your last period. Okay. So it's really just one day, but we use that word. And then after that, you're in a post-menopause phase. So by then, you're not having any periods. But you could still be having symptoms because your hormones haven't gone to their sort of final resting maintenance level that you're going to have in the rest of your life. So you could still be having the odd hot flash, still struggling with sleep for, for a while. And it, that can take up to another three or five years before it's fully sort of smoothed out.
0: Okay. So you mentioned hot flashes. When, when do you really need to start paying attention to the hot flashes?
1: A lot of, for a lot of women, that happens at the last third of their perimenopause. Now, not everybody, because we're all unique and we're all different. So, you know, there's somebody could have that. That could be the main symptoms they have. And that's the only thing they have straight away. But you need to pay attention to them. And you need to pay attention to them because there can be other reasons why you have them than just menopause. They can be related to your, your cardiac health, you know, your blood pressure. They can be related as well to um, insulin issues in your body. And that's that's just not good if you're insulin resistant and then you start to get hot flashes. So pay attention to them. Lots of women have them, they're annoying, they go over. Um, but for some women, they can be serious. You know, they can keep people awake at night. They can be very uncomfortable. And if you're having a hot flash 15, 20 times a day, that's exhausting.
0: I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Is there a way to prevent these hot flashes, or at least lessen the symptoms? Is there anything they can do? What can they do?
1: So there's a few things you can do. Okay. The most effective thing for a hot flash is hormone therapy. Mm Mm-hmm that is one of the key things that can really help you. But also making sure that you know what triggers your heart flash. Drinking wine, coffee, stress. These are all things that can bring your heart flash on and make it worse. So being really aware of that. So I often say to women, track your symptoms. Um, there are lots of really great apps out there. They will give you some indication of what's going on and change what you can change yourself as well as being working with your healthcare provider.
0: Oh, that's great. I like that phrase, change what you can change, right? Take what, take back control. So I like that. So some, if someone is looking at maybe getting hormone therapy, where would they start? I mean, obviously your doctor, but where, we, where would you go from there? What are some resources that you have?
1: I think it's always good to go to somewhere like the North American Menopause Society. If you're in the U S if you're in other parts of the world, places like the British Menopause Society, and maybe decent medical sites in in other parts of the country, in other countries, because they'll have factual correct information. They'll say what hormone therapy is, what the regulations or guidelines in your country are, because they're not all the same. Uh, Different countries have more or less strict different levels of training of doctors, but they are reputable sites. They're not written by a blogger or anyone else go there and read what's right for your country because that you can then say if your doctor then says no I don't want to give you you can say well hang on a minute in the guidelines it says xyz about this so I'd like to have a conversation with you
0: yeah it's good to have facts right in in this world and that's super important and and I like Uh, how you said uh xyz that was very that was very cool I like that yeah, I'm gonna start using that in Alabama. Not many people use that, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be the guy. So uh, there's obviously you know when you can when you're not sleeping good, nothing's good, right? So what are, what are some tips for you, someone going through hormone therapy or anything like that that they need to get a good night's sleep? What are some tips on that?
1: So first of all, is good sleep hygiene, and that goes for anybody, right? Yeah, you know that having a room that's cool. Uh, winding down before bed. So not a great idea to be surfing your iPad or phone two minutes before you want to go to sleep (laughs) and turning off lights, just preparing your body to go to sleep. But of course, if you're in menopause and you're super suffering with anxiety, it might be good to start having something like a meditation practice so that you get yourself more wound down, more relaxed before bed. And it's good to have a body clock that's working right. So in the morning, you wanna get out and get as much sunlight into your eyes because that'll help tell your body, hey, it's morning and then when it's dark, it's, it's nighttime. And unfortunately, you know, we have a lot of screens now that we look at and there's a lot of blue light. And the other thing is if you can't sleep, don't worry about it, just rest. Um, I've just done a great uh, podcast episode, which is coming out soon with Dr. Kat, and she's a, a specialist in sleep. She's a chronobiologist. So she's all about how your body works with sleep. And she talks a lot about being kind to yourself and just accepting because actually getting rest and the rest you can get is better than no sleep.
0: Right, right. They're just sitting there being so angry about it and tossing and turning and clenching your fist up that never works anyway. Right. Yeah. You know, that's, I'm sure that's easier said than done, but that's something to kind of, that's a goal to kind of shoot for right there. So, um, so uh, another one of the symptoms is weight gain. How can people deal with the weight gain that comes with menopause?
1: Yeah. That is, that is the tough one. And a lot of women really feel that one. Right. So they're right. like, oh, I have put on weight. I don't know where it's coming from. The important thing is to exercise. And to exercise, to build up muscle, because part of what's happening is that we lose muscle mass. And of course, muscle burns more energy than than fat does. And we want to do that. We want to get rid of that excess weight. Be on a plant-based diet and make sure that you eat enough. A lot of women, when they put on weight now, go, okay, I'm not eating anything. And the poor body goes, oh, you're never going to feed me again. And they just hang on to the weight. So we want to do the things we can. So eat enough, eat enough protein, more protein than we maybe do fat. And obviously things like cutting back on the sugar and all the things that we know are good at us for any time of our life, be extra vigilant about these now.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned how mindfulness can help go through the, the period of menopause. How, tell me how mindfulness can help you through this process.
1: Well, you know, most of menopause symptoms start somewhere in your brain. Most people think they start in your body, but it's a lot of the changes in your brain, which is why you're anxious and you can't sleep and your heart and you can't remember things. Mindfulness is brilliant because it changes your brain, reduces your reactions to stress, dials back anxiety and depression, helps you to sleep, and it helps you to focus and concentrate and be able to meet and control your emotions better which are all the things that are going not quite right right
0: yeah
1: <laughs> it doesn't mean it fixes your hormones but it's a really good helper to smooth your path through this time of life which does end
0: right so what would be a good place to start for that how would you how would you suggest someone start with that
1: you can start using an app 10 or 15 minutes a day you know headspace calm they're all great places to go and just give yourself 10 minutes and that is a really really easy way for anybody to to start or even just give yourself a minute to sit down and have a breath in the afternoon or or in the evening before you sort of go to bed but if you want to learn mindfulness learn with a teacher because a, te- a teacher will show you a lot more and you'll get more out of it. And there are lots of great courses online in the States. You can sign up to them or you can sign up to them anywhere in the world. And they're, they're either free or they're very low cost entry.
0: Oh, very cool. Yeah. And that's from a neuroscientist right here. This isn't just someone that thinks it might be a good idea. She knows what she's talking about. So um, well, you mentioned in the beginning that, that mental health is is one of the side effects that kind of shows up. So how do, how do people deal with that? Where does it? How does it kind of show up? Is it in depression or how does it typically show itself?
1: It's anxiety is the really big one, right? Okay. So I think that's the one that, and of course, anxiety and depression tend to go hand in hand. Unfortunately, that's the way mental health usually works. And I think what shocks us in menopause is the fact that you might never have been anxious before in your life. You might've been someone who never struggled and suddenly struggling with crazy anxiety. I think a lot of the time we can help ourselves with things like mindfulness, but we do. I would recommend if it's getting really tough to go to a therapist Absolutely, and to yeah. have help. You know, if you can't manage it by changing your lifestyle, getting out into nature, practicing mindfulness, and it's not getting better, then a psychotherapist who works with whatever techniques work for them, you know, Mm -hmm. the cognitive behavioral therapy is, is strongly recommended. But I also think that acceptance commitment therapy, compassion focused therapies are really, really useful. And having someone to talk to is important. And if you are someone that has had a history of anxiety and depression before menopause, you need to be extra vigilant. Um, Sometimes women will be prescribed particular types of hormone therapy, if they have a history of, of really serious depression, because unfortunately, this is the age group that women take their own lives. It's the highest percentage of, you know, committing suicide so if you know you're at risk or if you feel your mental health is spiraled out of control this you have to seek help um and it may be antidepressants but often it's special hormones that work the best
0: Okay. And just, just know it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. Right. So that's what yeah. people need to realize and and getting help is the best thing, no matter what you're going through. Right. So you also some great resources. Hey, I've brought a lot of the bad side of menopause out, right? So I've been setting up this whole thing, but let me tell you about, so this is kind of where you come in your expertise. How can this be a positive experience? We talked about all the negative. How can this actually be a positive experience?
1: We sure have talked about the negative and that's important because we, we don't need to suffer unnecessarily. Right. But part of the way, is how we see this time of life. If we think that it's the end, right? Then we're going to be very negative. If we only listen to negative stories, and let's face it, there are lots of pity parties all over, you know, Instagram and Facebook. It's good to have the facts. It's not good to constantly listen to everybody else's negative experience. So it's a change and it's a big change of our lives. And it takes a place sometimes over a long time. But the thing we can look at is to see how amazing the opportunities are. Because once this is over, you know, women's brains upgrade. We get more creative. We get more focus. We drop all, a lot of the anxiety. So I think seeing it as a, as a bit of a journey, looking for the good bits, sometimes the funny bits, because <laughs> sometimes, you know, you lose your car in big car parks and, you know, you've had a bit of a crazy time. So I think seeing that in positivity and connecting with other people who are going through it and and who are positive and who lift you up. So I think it's tough, but it's not the end. You know, it's a big process, but it it can be so amazing on the other side. And look at strong women who are older, who are role models and think, wow, they've come through this, you know, and, and look where they are now. And so many women starting new businesses, Writing books, podcasts, doing amazing things in politics, post-menopause, you know, so they are your role models. Look to them.
0: Oh, that's so important to see the light at the end of the tunnel and just know that, hey, they've been through it. So I can get through it, too. So that's, that's great want. advice right there. So thank you so much for coming on. If you want to work with you, if they want to find out more about you, if they want to listen to your podcast, tell us more how they can reach you.
1: You can reach me on my website, which is clarissachristiansen.com really easy. It's just my name. And my podcast is called Thriving Through Menopause. Uh, We release an episode every Tuesday. You can find that on Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, I have lots of awesome guests on there, bringing lots of expertise from many different angles to help you in menopause. and, And as I said, to thrive, not just survive.
0: That's awesome. It was not all negative. I know I brought 90% of the show was negative today, but hey, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Please follow. I'll link all of our information in show notes. So you don't have to, I'm telling you, you you're you not ready to spell her last name yet. I'm just going to put that out there. So I'm going to link that all in show notes. Clarissa, thank you so much for coming on and explaining it all. There used to be a show called Clarissa, Clarissa Explains It All or something like that. So, hey, thank you so much for coming on and giving people hope and, and positivity about stuff that they're going through that so many go through and they can get through it too.
1: Thank you, Joe, for having me. It was my pleasure to be here and talk to your listeners.
0: Absolutely. You have a great day. You too. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. I am so grateful to have these awesome sponsors. Go refinance your house with my friend, Dominic Garver. Here's what happened. I called him up. He checked out my info and he told me I didn't need to change a thing. No trying to sell me on a bunch of other stuff I didn't need. Just, hey, you just ran my number and told me you didn't need anything. So let him just run your numbers. He will do everything he can to save you years and money off of your mortgage. You can give him a call at 256-714-1429 or check out his website, rocketcitymortgageguy.com. And then Teak Patnick with Patnick Realty. He's a guy, he's a, he's a native Huntsvilleian just like myself. He's a licensed real estate professional since 2004. Hey, you're not just a transaction with Teak. He wants to build a relationship for life with you. And, and this guy does it all. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments. You know, prayer, hard work, ethic, honesty, and result are the foundations of what he's been built on. You know, you can trust Patnick Realty with all your real estate needs, and they'll be honored to be your turnkey agent for life. You know, I trust, trust Teek, and you should too. Give him a call at 256-694-0117 or email him at teek at patnickco.com. All that's in the show notes. You can look up it. Hey, is your child struggling with math? You know, are you frustrated trying to help them? Then you need Mathnasium of Madison. They will meet your child where they are and help them get where they need to go. And they will do this in a positive and uplifting environment. You will see measurable changes in attitude, confidence, and school progress. Go to their website, mathnasium.com slash madisonal and sign up for the assessment. It is a risk and cost-free process that will tell you exactly where your child stands academically. That website, again, mathnasium.com slash MadisonAL. And let's talk Apparelab. You know, you can grow your business with creative merch. You know, they got branded merch, promotional swag. You know, you can increase your visual awareness with signs, banners, decals. They can even do an online fundraiser for your school or nonprofit. Go check out everything they do. Go to their new website. They just did. It, it looks awesome. It's apparelab.ink. I-N-K. And you can also email them at theapparellab at gmail.com. Either way, use promo code RELENTLESS. Save yourself some money. Get some awesome products. Hey, support these awesome businesses who support positivity. I really appreciate them, and they will do you right. Have an awesome day.